Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Cool Hip Parent Podcast, where we are neither cool nor hip, but we can fake it till we make it, I guess. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Uh, you are... Yes, we'll figure it out. You are being uh, entertained today by me. My name is Amira. Hi, and I'm Brandon, as with you always. Oh. Is that your NPR voice today? Excuse me? This is my podcast voice. Is that your talk radio voice today? Yes. Hey, welcome back to K4478, uh, K Fox Radio. Welcome back to K Dub Radio, ladies and gentlemen. No, you didn't hear what I said. <laughs> I heard what you said. Oh my gosh. <laughs> your your, imma- like your immaturity today is just going to fit right in with our topic. And I'm just, I'm Lord excited. Lord Farquaad. <laughs> oh man. K Fox. Here we go. Okay. K Fox. <laughs> So the fact that my Speed that uh, up. my husband <laughs> is uh, on the side of immaturity this evening, it's perfect because of what our topic is. For Welcome this week. to today's topic, which is <laughs> what it's like to be a non-millennial, because technically we are millennials, according to I don't know. Well, listen. No, I made the cut. Did no because. Every time a new article comes out, either you don't make the cut or you do. I the, always make it every the time. The newest one, I made the cut. Okay, the newest. And I one. made the cut because I was born in November. Like, hey, yeah. Like that's how close it is. I was born in November. This, right, is, this is why we had to title it non millennial because depending on what article is out, when you all listen to this podcast, we're, we will either be millennials or not, which right. drives me insane. Which is great. I'm in three generations. It doesn't. I don't get it. I'm a generation Xer, mm. a generation Yer, mm. and a millennial. Should we? Can we say the year that we were born? Will that help? Maybe. No. Okay. I don't know if it helps. <laughs> well, I was born in 1982, and uh, my husband was born in 19. I was born in 1980, also. 80, also. Yeah, because two. Is also. Oh. <laughs> Boom. Oh, no, I was no. born in 1980. Yes, and I was born in 1982. Not 80 so also. Ooh, look at me. I'm so fancy. <laughs> so sometimes. I was born in the 80s, not at the end of the 70s. But it's not the end of the I mean, technically it's the end of the 70s. Right. I get it. It's just dumb. Which is why sometimes. It's like it's the dumbest thing ever. Sometimes I mean, you're in there and sometimes you're not. I know. Like, I'm in two decades. <laughs> sometimes dumb. you feel like an Sometimes you don't. Um, enjoys got nuts. Mouths, Mouths don't, don't. because. No, you're supposed to. Sometimes Mouths. you feel like a. Sometimes you. All right. Well, yeah. that's kind of telling our age right there. So maybe it's just maybe we're not millennial. What millennial out there knows that commercial? I'm 73. I'm I'm pretty much what about 67. Hold on. No. If we, okay. All right. Let's 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 be real here. Okay. By the time I was 20. Mentally, I was like 30. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty mature for your age. So now that I'm 37, I am 72? No, because this is what happened as a non millennial. <coughs> but, oh, wait. When you married, oh, when you started to date a millennial for real, yeah. I bought I bought you down a notch. But here's the thing <laughs> I, I have, fi- I don't know what this means. But in like the last five years, I started understanding 
uh, midlife crisis. Mm. And I was just like, oh, you couldn't afford the stuff that you wanted when you were 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Like old man sweaters? No. Like, like stuff. Shut, shut your face. Like like a Lambo. You're like, I, I would really want a Lamborghini Countach. Now, it's the... You okay? I don't know what that. I know. Is. I'm getting ready to tell you. Great. You remember Wolf of Wall Street? Yes. You remember the white Lamborghini? <laughs> That's a Lamborghini <laughs> Countach. I also remember that scene. Exactly. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. We're so, not talking about that today. So what it what it is is you couldn't afford a Lamborghini Countach, but now you're forty five, fifty, whatever your midlife is. <laughs> you have to say midlife like a midwife. Okay. Whatever your <laughs> midlife is, and you're like. You know what? I have two hundred and sixty thousand dollars in the bank. Let's go get a Lamborghini. Your wife's like, "No, you can't drive that." He's like, "I can drive anything I want." You don't know. And then you go out and get a Lamborghini, and then you're like, "Oh my god, I got a heart attack because I'm going too fast. I don't know how to slow down." And then kids are passing you in Corollas because they're teenagers, and like, "Why are you driving so slow in a Lamborghini Diablo?" Gallardo. That's the only one I know, but it's because it's in a song. Because I'm a millennial. Gallardo. Oh, is he's just Gallardo? Because he's wrong. <laughs> oh, Akon, I'm so sorry. Which is hilarious because he knows it. Well, I mean, I know why he did it, but Gallardo because it sounds great in the song. Yeah, because it rhymes. Yeah, but it's Italian. So what? Like Spanish. We don't care about. You wouldn't say tortilla. <laughs> say quesadilla. Shut Napoleon it down. Di- Napoleon Dynamite. Six shortest podcast ever done in six minutes. <laughs> no. What are we talking about? About being a non-millennial and how how you teeter between the two. Because uh, millennials are dumb. I don't. Te- I teeter only when it comes to our kids. Like I feel like when I'm a parent, I I don't feel like a millennial. But millennial parents is that is that like an oxymoron? It's not an oxymoron. No, they're it's out so there. Mean. It's like 15-year-old. I am one. I just, I don't know. When I'm a parent, I feel like I'm stern. Like, (laughs) can't read. Where? You can't. What? I know. What what defines a millennial? Let's start there. There? There. Let's go over there. Start there. Uh, I don't, well, I mean, obviously, it's when you were born, but I don't know. I just there's so much entitlement behind that See, word, uh, and people just it's a it's a negative connotation now because they people use it so much to describe laziness and um, participation trophies and See, uh, being overly in touch with your feelings. This is when I go. <laughs> all right, so the generation directly before me, um, because I I am of the mindset of uh, generations are twenty years. They're they're ten, right? Exactly. It can't be ten because. But this is this is what I'm saying. When when I was younger, or when we were younger, it was twenty years. That's your generation. Yes. You know what I'm saying. So the generation before me fought in Nam. Mm -hmm. Like you guys had to do a lot of work for a lot of things, but you had the freedom. Um, You have the civil rights movement at the tail end. Okay. So you have civil rights. You have um, Black Panthers have shown up. You have uh, women's suffrage. No. You you have f- feminism, I guess. Feminism, not women's feminism, suffrage. Feminism, yes. That's, that's, you're taking yeah, that's back. Yeah, that's You have feminism that's there. You have 
um, a lot of things that are that are being brought to the forefront. I mean, that's when my grandmother started teaching. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like in that generation. So me, I have the generation where, listen, we didn't have the best for or we didn't have the best things when we grew up. And that's all generations. Don't get me wrong. But you guys can have the best. But now we make more money. Like okay. everybody makes more money and it doesn't like the cost of living isn't tremendously high. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like we weren't as spoiled because it was like, yo, we still have to buy a house. We still have to afford things. Um, but you may go on more vacations. You may have a bunch of toys, et cetera, et cetera. But in this same time frame is when parents, when both parents are absolutely working. Uh-huh. Like you're seeing less and less um, state one goes to work, one stays yeah, at home, et cetera. Both parents are definitely, it's you know, a latchkey kid, yeah. but extended because latchkey kids were in the 70s. They too. were in the 70s. So it's, it's, you have everything like latchkey kids, both parents work, but you didn't have a bunch of, a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. Like you still <clears throat> went outside and you had to go uh, to your friend's house and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. In our generation, or in that 20-year gap from 80, because it really starts in about 80, from about 80 to almost 2000, Mm -hmm. you have both parents are working, but they can afford enough to survive and give you all the things. Yeah. And then you have the technology boost, um, your Nintendo, your Sega, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you, you have slow... Um, what everybody after 2000 really takes for granted. Like we saw the birth of MTV, Ooh, Nickelodeon. Yes. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like days. we saw the birth of of really HBO. Yes. I used to watch Fraggle Rock on HBO. Like case in point, Nickelodeon was born in Columbus, Ohio. Mm. It was a show. Started in Columbus in the 80s. Viacom bought it out, made it into Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon is Nickelodeon now, you know? And for 20, roughly 20 years, Nickelodeon had a great run until roughly 2000 when SpongeBob really took over the network. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeti, yeti, yeti. And then that's when I come in. No. Well, no. No. I'm, you were there. I know. I'm older than like, that. We had, I'm like, hey, we Arnold had the great cartoons in our generation. And obvious and gummy bear. I mean, we're gonna gummy we're, bear. No, you can't because we're gonna. We need to do a whole episode on cartoons because it's a big part of our relationship, and we need to tell that story. But that that's also a great indicator of if you're a millennial or not a millennial. I think because it's like if you don't remember certain cartoons, then you probably aren't in that generation. Exactly. Like I know there are people. Is what? What's Uda? What am I? So he's like twenty three. Uda's your cousin. I I know who he is. <laughs> they don't know oh, who Uda is. Uda's my cousin. Whatever. <laughs> Catch up. Don't know who people are. Um, uh, like not a lot of people would know who Ronan Warriors is, but he definitely won't know. Mm-hmm. It was a it was an anime. It was basically, um. Five samurai. It was it was Voltron, but they were samurai. Like that that was the whole thing. And they had metal suits and blah 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 blah. Whatever. But it was only out for 
from like 89 to 95, maybe. And it started in Japan. And you would never know. He was born in 94. You would never, you wouldn't know about that. It's stupid. Is it stupid? What? <laughs> no, he is. He's, he's, you're not stupid, Uda, because he's he's gonna listen to this. We gummy love you. bears. But I feel like that's an and that's another indicator, at least for the the both of us, because I mean now we have our own children who are part of a totally different generation and they're growing up differently and they have their own little cartoons and youtube channels that and we're like what are you talking about i don't even know where we felt them i don't i don't know where who who is this like gravity falls is is oh, great and falls. uh amazing gumball is amazing yes like this is case in point i was just reading an article and these cartoons that they're watching are a part of the cartoon renaissance renaissance come every 20 years like we were in the original cartoon renaissance. Sweet. Rugrats. Like you exactly. <laughs> like you have Looney Tunes and then from Looney Tunes, yeah, Warner Brothers. I mean non racist Warner Brothers. After that, you don't have anything. I mean, it was a little racist. So between that until, <laughs> until like Voltron, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Transformers, et cetera, et cetera. Like that was our uh those are the cartoons that built that entire generation. Like G.I. Joe. Like that is what it is. Well, that's I think it's similar. What's her name? And um Rainbow Bright. Rainbow awesome. Bright. Rainbow Bright was a yeah. G. She punched that guy in the face. But it's similar music wise too. Because I yes. have a sister who's 14 years younger than me. Um and she is straight up millennial. Like we talk about it all the time. <laughs> Shout out to my sister who she's listening. Cause I know my mom's going to listen and watch this, uh, but she's oh. straight up millennial. So it's more, it's very funny that we're 14 years apart because I am at the top of the millennial sphere and she's at the, like, she just made it, but we have obviously the same parents, but not the same parents. You so don't have my the same parents, parents at all. <laughs> the parents I interacted with, were dealing with the older version of a millennial, so the non-millennial. So that means, like we just went through, it was not really a latchkey, but both my parents worked. Um, you know, I went to grandma's house, or um, I knew how to take care of myself if I needed to be by myself, which was very, very like ran seldom because I, there was so much family around. But um, I, I was the only child, and you know, I was spoiled, but not like they were like, "You're gonna get your act together. You better get good grades. Like this has to happen." And it was very, we're, we're not taking care of a lot of things for you. You better figure it out. And exactly. I think that's the older millennial because we all went through that. And then as the years progressed and more millennials came to being, it it got a little bit more lax. Like, okay, we we got to get you into this school. Let's figure it out. Or um, you you need an apartment near your school will pay for it or you need to come back home okay come back home i guess there are more millennials <laughs> living at home than and i'm you know what let me not say millennials there are more young people in their early 20s living at home than any other time in history and it's only because of who the parents are that raised them you can say millennials because it's it was a, a study that was oh okay one third of millennials I didn't remember live what back the at home was. and it hasn't been that way since the early 1970s that's right. what the study has shown and those are the people who are telling the millennials come home 
because those are the people exactly. that were allowed to come home. Exactly. Um, we it's it's not to say that we weren't allowed to come home. It was I've given you everything and you've had to, um, in most parts, grow up so much. Like I made my first meal. I cooked the steak myself. I may have been 11. And I like I could have had cereal. I just wanted a steak. I was like, oh, it's steak. And I called my grandmother. I said, yo, can I make some food? She said, yeah, there's stuff in there. I said, what about one of these steaks, player? She said, don't burn my house down. Now, she was at a parent-teacher conference. You know what I'm saying? And I just listened to what she told me and made the steak. Bing, bang, boom. It was delicious. It was horrendous. It was the toughest steak I've ever made in my entire life. I made eggs in the microwave one time. Crushing it. And then I kept making eggs in the microwave. I thought it was delicious. And turkey bacon, too. It happens. In the microwave. But that's the thing. When you're doing things for yourself at a young age, you you don't you don't need their rules or to be under their, you know, in their house, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you want to go out and do your own. Like, that's what they were showing us. You yes. know, my mom, my aunts, everything. Go out in the world and you can always come back, but you don't have to. Like, you you have a cushion, but just go out and create and look what you have in our generation. And and this is just being very honest. Um, you have Dell, HP, Apple, like true, like real blowing the lid off of everything apple um you have your cell phones you have all the technology happens when this generation goes out and look at what happens in the 20 to 2010s you have everything that you couldn't afford um come down in price because people found new ways to do things hmm. um you go out and you say, oh, this camera doesn't work extremely well, but I'm going to use it in this way. And you have, uh, you know, the Matrix. Like, that's what happens out of people in that are told to go out and create, you know. So, whatever, homie. And then you had that in the 40s to 60s. And those people went and created truly the structure for America, mm. like as it was, like they said, listen, we don't want to do that. And that's what it is. And that's the generation we sit from the 60s to the 80s. You had the, um, the, the fun side of that where we don't have to fight as much. We can go out and fight for other things that we just like. We don't have to go fight for to live or to grow. We can go fight it. Well, I don't, don't you think that's what I, we I are want, right now? I want green shirts. Well? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I was like that happens from the for a second. Oh no, I'm saying 40s, 40s to 60s is 80 to 2000. Like we had to go out and create an entire new thing because of what happened from the 60s to the 80s. From like 60 to 80, it was like, all right, guys, like you guys are you, just, you guys are just doing drugs for no crack epidemic um <laughs> like we, we could just talk about the drugs in the 80s and it's like all right whatever so in the 80s to 2000s everything gets cleaned up and lo and behold in 2000 what happens molly meth 
these are all drugs that start happening again because you don't have to fight for a lot anymore. You can just go have funds. So what? How do you? What do you think we can inc- or we do incorporate being millennial or non non millennial because we are millennials or we're not, um, and everything that we've learned into teaching our children because I feel like. Because they're that, I don't even know the name of, what's the name of their generation? I, I forget now. Minimal. <laughs> because Sh-sh-sh-mans. Brandon, our oldest, who's 12, mm-hmm. and James, I don't, are they in the, I don't think they're in the same. They are not. They're, Brandon is in a different one. So Alana and James, Alana is seven. Brandon and Alana are in the same, but Alana oh, and really? James I... are in the same as well. Oh, so she's part of two. She's at the end of Brandon's at the beginning of his. So but she's me. This is what I'm I'm noticing because of the because of how we are as millennials. Um, because there's different sects of millennials, different parts, um, that we're guiding our kids into these this self reliant part of their generation like i think they're the winter generation i read this wonderful Mm -hmm. um book and i'll i'll let you guys know what the name of it is i'll probably put it in the show notes when we do show notes for this episode um but it describes generations as seasons and it makes sense because in the spring season and i believe the 60s were the spring season um so it's it was uh, a lot of newness a lot of revolution a lot of um opening your eyes opening new eyes to new possibilities um and then you had the summer generation which were the 70s so if you were born in the 70s you were the summer generation if you think about what happens in the summer you're chill you're relaxed you don't want to do a lot because it's too hot Mm -hmm. but you have a lot of fun so the 70s were all about i love the 70s i feel like if i was ever going to be born in a different decade it would definitely be the 70s because fun just like jenny gump fun roller skating and stay out till the the lights come on and the music okay anyway um so they were the summer generation and then you the fall generation was us in the 80s and what happens in the fall you reap harvest so Fall babies, quote unquote, 80s babies, we were spoiled upon. We got all the toys, just like we mentioned earlier. Um, so, oh, wow. Yes. I'm a double fall baby. You're a double, double I'm a fall, fall generation You're and a double fall. fall baby. Yes. Um, and then you have the winter babies, which is the millennials. Correct. So, like the end of the millennials and then that newer generation, which is our oldest son. So, what happens in the winter? You, you, you go in. You, you go inside or you go deep into the feelings. So that's all you have because you can't do anything else, but get deep into your feelings. And there's a lot of gloom and you can see that happening in society right now too, which is why I think it's interesting that we're millennials raising these children because they have no choice, but to pay attention to what's happening in mm-hmm. our society right now. They really have absolutely no choice. Um, you know, this, to get serious, this, the shootings and war because they've dealt with war their whole life. Like exactly my two, our two oldest has, they've seen me deploy to go to war. Um, For those of you that don't know, I'm in the military. I've been in the military for 18 years. Uh, So they know what war is. And (laughs) (laughs) so they know about the quote unquote gloom and doom or the winter of our society because they're dealing with the winter of our society, which means when spring comes, 
that new generation comes, they're going to be a little bit more reserved about it, which is we see that in our own 12 year old son. This is how reserved he is about things, a change coming. We can see that with the Me Too movement and with all that others, that spring is coming. So all of those babies that are being born now, there's going to be spring babies. And they're going to see our world in new eyes. So I love, I need to find that book and I will let you guys know the name of it. But it was so fascinating to think about the generations in that aspect and to really go backwards in time and to see exactly how these spring generations uh, revolutionized us. The winter generations prepped us for what's coming or um, got us through what was going on. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the summer generations just like giving us all the fun things that we still know and enjoy hippies. even now. So hippies. Yeah. Hippies and just like, oh my gosh, bell bottom jeans. Oh, don't even get me started. Okay. So when it comes to our kids, Sup. do you think that we are, what parts of our generation millennial, non-millennial, uh -huh. are we passing on to them that are the good traits? This is this is how I see it. Um, we were we were raised, and, I, and I, I say this not only because of you and I, but the friends that we have that are around our age, um, everybody is kind of in the same boat where we go out and we say, okay, I'm going to work at this job. Yo, I don't like this job. What can I do that is going to make me happy and make me money? And then we all have businesses. Every single one of us. Or side hustle. Or side hustle or something. Yeah. Everybody goes out to get that thing. Um, what I believe about them is, case in point, Brandon is, he, he will... Before I say this, I, I've never believed uh, the adage, you either, uh, you'll you'll build somebody's business unless you own your own or whatever it is, or, or you'll you'll build somebody's dream if you don't go do and your own. And build your own. Yeah, instead yes. of build your own, et cetera. Like, I'm, I'm not 100% on that. Like, I, you could go work for somebody else and be perfectly great at it. Like, you'll be great. Like, this kid, should run a business he's very logical and he knows how things should run alana's gonna be a painter nah of sculptor sculpt yeah she's, she's gonna she's just gonna go she's and gonna create use her hands on something and that she's also gonna jump out of planes like that's just how i feel <laughs> about it like he is he is a winter generation she is a spring generation she wants to go out and create he is very comfortable um He'll set everything up that he ever needs, and then he'll be good to go. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, he, he doesn't have to do a lot. As far as raising them, you know, it, it's been, hey, guy, we, we got to go work to make sure you can have all your things, but we want to spend time with you. Yeah, you which know? is a millennial parent. You know, it's, that's what it is. Um, so what was the question? That, you answered it. Oh, fine then. Like what? What are we passing on to them? That's pretty much what we are. What we're passing on That's to them it. is the fact that we want to be home with them or spend as much time with them as possible. Because not all millennials that are parents are staying home with their children. Some still have the regular nine to fives or the six to six, like you used to have. Um, but we make a point of scheduling in as much quality time with our children as possible. So I feel like as 
millennials, that's the one thing we, not the one thing. There are many things that we're getting right, but that's the thing where I'm noticing our generation is we're not going to allow ourselves to sacrifice that. So mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it takes, as long as we are there for the recitals or we're there to take them to soccer practice or we're there to um, spend as much of the summer with them as possible, that's the thing that's driving us as millennial parents is that we, we know that we can we have the time to spend. Like that's not that's not a myth. That's not something that is made up. And we've seen what could happen in prior generations when you don't spend time with your kids. Exactly. Or um, when you don't go after the job that you really want and incorporate um, your family time into that job by saying, okay, I'm taking this job. I want to be paid this. Mm-hmm. And these, this is the vacation time I am requiring. So I feel like that was, that's definitely our push. That's definitely something that we can pat ourselves on the back about is that we, we won't take no for an answer when it comes to enjoying the life that we have and enjoying it with our children. So I I, I think that's pretty much we we're good eggs in that in that sense of it. And is that we are going out of our way to if we are having children that we're telling ourselves as soon as we have them we're we're going to make time for them. It's mm-hmm. going to happen no matter what. So kudos to millennial parents. We're Thanks. we're all right. I want, to, I want to shout out whatever <laughs> generations came before us. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. Like you gave us the opportunity. I mean, that's all you, all you could ever do in a generation is learn. And some generations learned how to fight. Some generations learned how to have fun. And we, all right, hold on, 28, 17, 16, 15. <laughs> Don't count. We got, um, we got the best of both worlds. We learned how to fight. And we learned how to have fun. We we were in a position to um, to get the information that we would need be, because of somebody's mistake or somebody's regret. And rather than be bitter about it, um, we we were able to learn from it. If that makes sense, um, a lot of times it's you know oh I didn't get to do this and it's your fault. You know, I, I don't I've heard this and I've seen it myself um, with prior generations, with people that that are my age now. Um, when we were kids like, oh, I, I could have went to prom, but I was um, pregnant with you. And like it's it's one of those things that that you don't say to a kid because it's crazy. <laughs> like it, it's insane. So we were able to learn from that. And just like other generations go, I'm not going to show or say anything crazy or anything that I that could be deemed as hurtful to a child. Mm. And now you have the situation where we have now where, the, you know, everybody has an iPad, whatever. Or a, just a tablet or an Amazon Fire or or a, one of each a gigaset or one of each. Or if you if you love your children, don't buy them Samsung or Android products. <laughs> okay. And on that note, I think we should probably say goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much. What what if Samsung wants to be a sponsor? See, you just ruined it. I'm sorry, Samsung. I, Samsung, if you want to sponsor this, no. Galaxy S9? Yes. I'm saying yes. I want one. So watch this. 
Samsung, if you want to sponsor, prove me wrong. <laughs> oh, no. If that's oh, not the God. most Generation Xer thing to ever say, I don't you know. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Cool Hip Parents. We want to thank you for joining us on Cool Hip Parents. Do so you want to tell week. them what else to do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As always, tip your waitress and protect your edges. Mm. What? We would love for you oh, guys. Oh, follow to... us on all platforms at Cool Hip Parents. Do we have those set up yet? Follow us at on all platforms? Yeah. If millennials are listening, they're not going to do that. Oh, watch us on all platforms. Nope, not <laughs> uh, even. Subscribe to this podcast on AIM. <laughs> oh, my. We would love for you guys to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play. Uh, we're also on um, Anchor FM if you are on that hip new app. It's are you sure it's pronounced new. Anchor? It's Anchor FM. I thought it was Anchor. Oh, boy. Anchor. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you all next week. Anchor. Bye. Stop the recording. I'm going to stop right Okay, now. good job. <laughs>